Today's episode is a really fun one. We had a handful of listener questions, so we figured we'd answer those for you today. So they come from Instagram direct messages, they come from voice messages on Instagram, and they also come from our voice notes you can leave us on our Anchor app, which is linked in our link tree. So we love all forms. We love answering the questions you give us, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Emily. We are licensed estheticians and co-founders of The Skin Distillery. Welcome to The Lounge, a show about two SD besties, aka us, who will have a cocktail or two and converse about our journey in the treatment room. Our goal is to start changing the mindset of estheticians by sharing our vulnerabilities and business strategies to let you know that you are not alone and you can have it all. Cheers. All right, you guys. So every episode, we like to have a cocktail, mocktail, or coffee drink. And I bought this really yummy Williams-Sonoma Autumn Blend Pear Ginger Cocktail Mix. Oh, I love Williams-Sonoma. It is so delicious. I've already used it a few times for entertaining. And there's two ways to drink it. Today I'm doing the way that I've only drank it, but I'm kind of really wanting to try this weekend drinking it the other way as well. Okay. I just didn't feel like opening up a whole bottle of champagne for us. No, that would be- Are you okay about that? Uh, Yeah. Or highly pissed off? No, I'm definitely okay. (laughs) Okay. So the pear ginger cocktail mix is really, really yummy. It's um, a very low calorie, which I love, but super- flavorful. It's got pear juice in it, agave, lemon juice, ginger juice, and then um, you mix it with vodka or gin. Oh, nice. Served in like a fun little glass. I kind of did like a half serving for each of us. Okay. And then um, the other option is you could serve it with sparkling um, champagne. Oh, excuse me. That would be really good too. One part cocktail mix and one part sparkling like champagne. Yeah. I actually think this bubbly would be really good with this. I think it'd be delicious. So this are you is fine for today though? Are you excited to try it? Yes. Okay, cheers. Okay. Yeah. I love pear. It's, I do too. It's kind of zingy. Mm-hmm. With the ginger. The ginger is fantastic. Oh, I need the ginger because I'm ill. Yeah. But I can see this being so good with champagne. Oh my gosh. hundred percent. So run to Williams Sonoma and get their pear ginger cocktail mix because I'm I really, really like it for the holidays. Oh, it's so good. I know it says like autumn, right? Yeah. Um, but it's perfect. This be perfect for Christmas. For Christmas too. kind of has like a Moscow Mule vibe, but yes. with pear yes. in the best possible way. Because some people like Moscow Mules, but they don't like the carbonation feel. And so it's probably mm-hmm. less like, oh, sorry, you guys. My dog is running through the cords. Dudley. Duddles. We got to walk you back. You're going to tear everything off the counter. Sorry, buddy. Uh. <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> dog literally almost wiped everything off the counter because he loves been, to run through cords that would have been funny <laughs> no definitely not <laughs> this is a great drink i like it good choice mel thank you i thought you would approve i do i'm curious though like with the champagne i think that would be outstanding i mm. think that would be i mean this is good don't get me wrong this is very good something about a champagne flute with this one part this two parts champagne yes definitely Go get this. Run. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good choice. So today's episode is going to be super casual. We are going to be answering some of our listeners' questions. Um, We love questions. I love answering questions. So (laughs) if you're a listener, DM us, send us an email, leave us a voice note. We have a combination today, a combination of 
Um, we do have a voice note that we're going to listen to. We have some DMs that we had and, um, yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. Okay. Sorry, you guys. My dog got his little Kong, <laughs> right? That's what they're called. Kong. Yeah. And it has frozen peanut butter in it and it's keeping him pretty distracted at the moment. Yes. So that'll be good. We'll see how long this lasts. <laughs> okay. So first question, which we, we've gotten before, but I think we People have new ask listeners. People this all the time and I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> How do we manage conflict with each other? Oh, that's so funny. Well, I'm just always right. So that's. <laughs> Doesn't that help? Wow. Wouldn't that be nice if that was real? Um, <laughs> sorry to break it to you guys. We actually don't really ever have no, conflict. No. Um, there's really no drama. No. I think what sets our relationship apart is we met later in life. Yep. We also were always work acquaintances. And when we worked as makeup artists, we would like meet and have coffee and we would just talk dreams and goals. Yeah. And so we have a really big separation between our personal lives and our business lives. Mm -hmm. We still will do personal things together. Yeah. Like Emily attended my wedding yeah. and like oh, yeah. we'll hang out. But Emily's not my only friend. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. I think people run into problems when they go into business with their best friend. Exactly. I think that's a no-no. Yes. And like we are very special to one another and like we play very important roles in each other's lives. Yes. We're like sisters, but it's a, it's a very unique dynamic. It is. I mean, not saying that we probably don't get frustrated sometimes right. with one another. For sure. But I think we kind of just were like, mm, that's it's not worth It's more it. like when I get frustrated with my husband about something, it's yeah. like, it's just their personality. Yes. And I'll be over it in two seconds. Exactly. And it's like we really share the same thoughts about a lot of things. And when it comes to work, like we're really on the same page a lot of mm -hmm. times. And I think for me, I really trust Mel. Yeah, and, that's and true. I'm, and I'm like, okay, if she thinks that this is a good idea, I'm going to, I'm going to trust that because there's been proof that, Thank you. you know what proof I mean? Proof is in the pudding. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, if she thinks that this big risk is worth it, then I'm going to just trust because mm -hmm. she has a, a lot of insight on things that I, it's not my strengths, you know? And so, and then if I have input on something, I will share it and we'll talk it through. And, you know, I think for me, it's just being honest if I'm feeling nervous about something or, or mm -hmm. like, I need help with this or like it's just being honest about how we're feeling about things and just mm -hmm. talking through it and knowing that we're on the same team. Yeah, I think so why would we fight? Yeah, there's I mean, <clears throat> we have the same goals. And and here's the thing, like Emily's a type B personality, I'm yeah. a type A personality. Yeah. Emily does have ADHD and sometimes that can be frustrating yes. for me, but I also am like a high level functioning person yeah. so like anybody seems fucking slow paced to me right so even if she didn't have adhd like her level of doing things is going to be different than my level and so right. for me the biggest thing is like really honing on emily's strengths yep and giving her tasks that i know she'll just thrive in yeah and she might realize it or not realize it when i'm like okay well i'll plan this out but you can handle the creative stuff yeah i do realize it <clears throat> <laughs> She's like, I do. I do. And that's and that works for us. You know, mm -hmm. it's just knowing who has what strengths. And and I would say like I probably am more of the bossier one. Yeah. And Emily lets me be. Yeah. Until she unless it's something she's like, no, we should and then like I'll be like, Oh, if Emily's gonna say something, then it's definitely yeah. 
But I think that helps too. If we were both type A's trying to like micromanage each other, it would be horrible. Exactly. I also do think you guys, us having our own suites is a huge reason we don't have conflict because we use the skin distillery as an umbrella, as a brand, as a business to create a bigger picture. picture. But we run our own studios completely separate individually, financially. So I do think there could be more conflict if we were sharing a studio and we were paying each other's salary or whatever the case may be. And I'm like, oh, are you taking another vacation? That could be, I could see where that could be problems. I'm just trying to say like why it works well for us is I think because we've kept our studio's incomes and expenses separate. separate. So if Emily wants to work more or less, it doesn't bother me. I don't care. Exactly. As long as I get my, what I owe you paid. Yeah. (laughs) You know, exactly. So, yeah. So that's what works for us. And, you know, sorry, there's not more tea for you guys, but we prefer it that way. We're just no drama people. We're really not. We have friends that are drama. That's what we, I need the, (laughs) I need my fun drama friends, but I'm not, Emily and I are very like no drama. And I think that's what also bonds us and always has. It's, we've said that from the beginning, like that's just not who we are. No bigger picture yeah love it love you love you too mo okay how to set up an online storefront tips best platforms to use do you want me to take it or do you want to take it i kind of have some notes written down but yeah so i mean i think for us this has been the biggest game changer for our business is having these platforms yeah and they're kind of just the the one that any esthetician needs so number one you need a main website Here's the thing, you guys. We use Squarespace. The templates are really straightforward and easy. You get your domain for like $20 a year. Obviously, the website, I think, is like 300 something a year. But it looks great and it's easy to build yourself. And you can also pay a little extra to have like the Google Workspace paired. So then you can have that email that says hello at the skin distillery. Yep. So we've always used Squarespace. And it's easy to edit and go in. But I'm going to be honest with you guys. Most people really don't spend much time looking at your website. Right. If you're spending a lot of time like making the most beautiful website, it's not making you money. What's going to make you money is your booking system. Exactly. The website is great to like push people if there's like facts about a treatment that's more advanced, like a pro cell or like pre and post care for appeal. Like if you have a client coming in being like, hey, you know, I have questions about this service. Oh, great. Here's the link to my website. Talks yes. more about it. It's it's great for first time clients. Yes. Or just figuring out who you are as a brand mm-hmm. and as a service provider. And it's a, an area to allow you to like write more about the treatments, about you. But I really wouldn't spend too much time on this. No. And I mean, we've done both routes where Mel created the website initially, and then we did hire someone to just come clean it up a little bit. It, up. it was very not expensive. No, it wasn't. And it, it did, I think, make a difference mm-hmm. for sure. And it was worth that investment. Yeah. Um. So you can kind of take it or leave it and, you know, make it what you <clears> want, but you can do both. You can do both. The other thing too is I know you can use Squarespace if you're a sole esthetician for your retail store and booking system. Honestly, if Emily and I weren't together, I probably would do it all through one. But unfortunately, Squarespace doesn't let us have separate like checking accounts. And so we had to do a different booking system and a different online store. But I do think as a starter up, honestly, maybe just go with Squarespace, everything in one spot. Um, probably pretty streamlined. Yeah, very streamlined. Unless like you don't like how it's set up. Exactly. So so booking system, we've used Schedulicity from the get-go. Um, I like it because we have a wait list on there. It shows me the schedule. 
I think it's only what do we pay a month? Fifty bucks a month, something like that, and it's, that includes email too, which is nice. We really haven't run into any problems. And I did double check on the credit card processing because I was looking at ways to reduce my expenses. And industry average is like 1.5 to 3.5% for the charge you get every time you run a transaction, which is interesting because most like Squarespace, um, Schedulicity, actually Schedulicity was less. They run around 2.4 to 2.7% per transaction. doesn't sound like a lot, but I'll tell you what, when I, when I look at my booking system a month and I see $500 went just straight to the credit card processing fee, it is frustrating, but at the same time, it allows me to run my business effectively. So that's something to look into that I wouldn't have looked into when opening my business. But if you can find something even lower than what I just listed, try to yeah and i know if you like it's kind of weird but if you text them the checkout link it's cheaper Mm -hmm. so i just text everybody the link yeah um which is nice if if you're in a hurry and if you're in a hurry gotta go Uh so again it's gonna be that's something just to think about that doesn't get discussed a lot that is a really a hidden expense that just kind of eats away your profit and why you should be charging more for treatments yes because those little fees add up and they take away your money they do. Ugh. So online store, this is something that has really changed and propelled the growth of our business as a single individual suite. And I'm guessing this question probably was more for retail. Yeah. I would assume. Could be wrong. We use Shopify. They also have great templates. Yes. And really streamlined to make. The most work is when you start it, you have to put the products in each one. That's the most time consuming part. Once they're in, then all you have to do is maintenance. So if there's price increases or if um, products change, products change, names change of products, blah, blah, blah. Yep. So Shopify has been great. Um, And we both mostly use it for all of our dropship orders. So Face Reality is a dropship order. So if a client places an order with us, we get the notification. Then I go on Face Reality's website and I place the order as a dropship. Then like a day later, I get an email with the tracking and I put the tracking in the order and the client gets it. Like it's a pretty like I don't have to carry the inventory. I'm still making a profit. Blah, blah. Yeah. But then you have to you do have to go back in and like add the tracking yeah. and all of that. But which, it's still really it's so quick. easy though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh? Um, same with Glossy and Beauty. They do dro- drop ship. Yep. Um, and then we have our sheet masks on there, which we do have to ship ourselves. But like I think That's the biggest. Easy. Yeah. The biggest thing too is really cool is like you can add promos or sales or like free ship if like somebody if somebody wanted to come in like pick it up and you have it in stock you could just be like here's a code for free ship that way then they're not getting charged for that yeah um but i wish that we would have did shopify from the get-go because i feel like it would have saved so much time and money yes i have a story to tell i know that one (laughs) yes do it okay so spill the tea this is like deterring us a little bit from the questions but this was just like the vodka's talking from her drink (laughs) i know okay so of course we have had two bad reviews in our entire business time of course both of them would be for me thankfully this second one didn't say my name but I was like, oh my gosh, lady. So she had placed an order on a Friday and she had messaged us like what day? I don't know, Monday. 
Monday okay. night Monday at like night. seven. Yeah. Because I don't fulfill orders during the weekend because it's our time off. I'm trying to put boundaries. And up. we do put shipping is five to seven business days. Yes. So I processed it Monday night. She sent us a review Monday night saying that she had, that we were scammers, that we are just like, I don't know. Not a business. Not a business. She said all these things because. She's never been in our studio and I don't know who she is. She wasn't a a client. She was just a customer who found us randomly. And she had saw that that the status of the update was fulfilled. And in her mind, she thought that that meant it was delivered. Yeah. And so she thought that her product. How did it all roll out once you got back to her? Of course, it, <clears throat> it 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 all played out because she got her product because it was it was sent to her. Did she delete her review? No, rude. I know. Did she ever respond back to your message? I have. Her? I have no idea. What I'm do you not- mean? You don't know? Didn't you respond? I uh, yes. Oh yeah. I she pl- never replied back. No. Oh no. I never. I never got notified that she responded back. But I emailed her and I told her and I was like, here is your tracking info, even though it was on the webs. It was on Shopify. Yeah. Like, I'm like, people are crazy out here. I mean, anytime so, running online, you're going to run into crazy people. Yeah. So but this is, we've been running it for two years and that was the yes. first issue we've ever had. Yes. And I will say there was one other issue too that ha- had happened. I don't think I told you about this actually. So I had a client who placed an order and she put the wrong address down. Oh, you did, but that's on her. Right. But it still charged me. So she went through Shopify. She didn't notify me. Mm-hmm. She went through Shopify and disputed the order. Shopify then takes an additional $300. It was a $300 order from my account. Well, they took it back. They took it back. Exactly. So. I still am waiting to hear from her bank if, if it got like approved that this was like misinformation. Yeah. So there are little things like that as the middleman having an account like this that can be frustrating. If you're doing like a ton of inventory and a ton of outside non-client orders, orders that could add some frustration. Yeah. It's very minimal, I would say, and it's far two in two years, and yeah. I haven't had any like that. Yes, I would say we're it's a pretty yes under one percent issue exactly. But it it is just something to be aware of that like sometimes the middleman can be frustrating. However, I would take that over any other option mm-hmm. any day because it is so convenient, and it is so streamlined, and it's so easy, and. There's always going to be hiccups no matter what kind of t- type of mm-hmm. platform you use. But just know that sometimes being the middleman, it's it has its, you know, moments. Ups and downs. And I think yeah. also like putting in your wording to like, I'm a solo esthetician. I place yeah. orders Monday through Friday. Like letting people know like you're the only person running the show right. is not a bad thing because then they're going to be more understanding that it might take a little bit longer. Yes. Or during the holiday season, if you have a rush of orders, things might be more delayed. Like yes. putting in your thing like, order could take longer due to holiday demand. Right. Just or if setting there's expectations. Yes. Yeah, setting expectations. And if there's problems, don't go through Shopify, go through me because it's really me that's that processing can, everything. Exactly. I will be the one that has to contact, you know, the face the, reality or glow yes, or whatever it exactly. might be. Exactly. And so it's like Shopify has nothing to do with it. They're just the middleman. <laughs> They're the place where you just list things. Exactly. And you can sell through, you know, mm-hmm. Shopify itself, but 
more times than not, it's going to be like a, a third party type of situation. Yeah. So not anyways, to scare you. I mean, no, not at all. It's, it's just something to be aware of. Something to be aware of. It's still work. You still have to fill orders. You still have to set expectations. Mm-hmm. So I think just having the wording correctly to set those expectations. Exactly. Would be great. Yes. Um, one other thing I do like to know, we also use, we, we carry Glymed. I will say the, that is the best. That's the way to go, man. You guys like, if you don't, if you don't want to have any other store, just carry Glymed, and here's why. Because now with their recommendation list that you can do, I mean, I've been just selling Glymed like crazy. I'll have clients be like, "Yeah, I just," I'm like, "I'll send you an email when you leave here," and I literally will be like, "Here's the routine. Here's your link," and then they literally click on the link and they can see the whole product list that I told them about, and they usually buy everything. Yes, and that is amazing because Glymed, how theirs works is they get the order from your client, they place the order for your client, they ship it to your client, and guess what? They just pay you. So you <laughs> get you get 40% of the retail value. So if it's $100, you would walk away with um, $40. Yep. Which honestly, like you're like, well, I can get 50% if I, yeah, but here's the thing. My 50% gets eaten away because I'm paying for a Shopify monthly. Yep. I'm paying for a credit card processing fees. So you do have to, like, if you're not selling a lot of retail, an online store might not be a great option for you because that's where you're getting a little hose by paying for those extra fees. Like you yep. need to be at least doing, I would say a thousand dollars in retail Oh yeah, to make sense to have a retail store. Yes. So those are things to think about. Hopefully that helps. But Glymed really does it for us. Their new website, the uh, recommendation list. Chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have a really sweet esthetician from Georgia. Georgia. That we met at the Women's Worth Conference. And her business is called Willow Aesthetics. Yep. And she had a really great question, which I think we all run into sometimes. And um, Emily, do you want to summarize her question she had via voice note? Yeah. So um, her name is Amanda, and she was telling us that she October is a little bit of a slower month for her in that area of the states, and um, she just kind of is feeling a little stuck as far as like how do I bring fresh clientele in? How do I pr- uh, get my current clients to book some of those treatments that might seem a little more costly but are ultimately going to be better for for your skin, more results driven. Um, She was saying that her clients aren't really drawn towards like the package type of or bundle bundle deals. They would rather just pay full price for a service. But um, how do you get clients to book those? And so Mel and I have a few suggestions that we would like to share with you. Mm -hmm. One of, I'll say the first one um, is definitely promote the heck out of before and after photos with whatever treatments that you're wanting to do derma planning peels um because when we go heavy on our before and afters i see new clients come in yes yes and even if that means you having to ask um a client to come in and be like a demo or like a model for you or just give them a model rate i call it like or if they're like a regular client and you're like do you mind if i just film this and share it most of them will say yes and they'll pay you full price i don't give a shit as long as it's not like affecting their facial experience yes if it is going to affect the facial experience maybe not be as relaxing i would offer maybe like a some sort of like model rate then right when like for an example we're going to be bringing on another bigger ticketed item next year we've already been playing with it yep exactly and it's a type of 
uh, whatever. So, okay. <laughs> I didn't want to give it away. Um, but I have a client who has been so loyal with our face reality program, and this is really going to help target scarring and active acne and all of that kind of stuff. And so I said, okay, because this client has literally been so faithful for years, I'm going to give her this, the model rate, the model rate. Um, and you just asked her to a like series of three basically yeah. mm-hmm. and she's like yeah of course and they're like duh yeah so things like that and they feel special yes but then also hey i'm gonna be using your face to like promote the heck out of this right and they're here. okay with it yeah so things like that um what was the other one i'm totally blanking um, out oh testimonials testimonials i would highly recommend any of your clients who come to see you if they haven't done a google review on you yet make them do a Google review on you yes. because then you can use that testimonial on your Instagram, on your website. Yep. Te- like when people look up businesses and they see that there's an ac- adequate amount of reviews, they feel more comfortable. Yes. So if I would be really asking all your clients to make sure that they're leaving you a review to build that following and then you're going to show up higher on the seo yes of google as well and sometimes what i do too is if a client is in my chair and she's saying oh my gosh like the glow to facial that you did last time was incredible i absolutely loved it i will say hey could you text me that actually and they're like yeah i can do that because i i always say like i would love to post this because people believe other people sometimes before they believe you always always so even things like that i think are really beneficial i have another one okay another one any clients coming to see you this month like be like can you take a quick picture or a video and tag me because they're going to do a giveaway at the end of the month. So anybody that's tagged me, that's visited me, like can maybe win a little We should bundle. do that again. I was like, shit, we need to do that because I know, we, we need some, want some fresh new blood. faces. Yes. Okay, let's do that for the holidays. Okay. So any clients that comes in November and December, Emily, we'll literally be yeah. like, we should have a little sign made. Okay. But we should also tell them like day of appointment, whether they before the facial or I would say before the facial. I'll be like, yes. hey, FYI, if you take like picture of our studio, of your face, of anything and tag yes. us. Uh, and we'll reshare it you'll be added to a drawing to win i don't know a deluxe glow to facial or just something yes oh my gosh let's do it boom thank you amanda because now we just got something really fun yay hopefully that helps yeah just things like that and um you know it, it just keep at it don't give up you got this the ebbs and flows yeah of growing a business and we're so proud of you like you're basically a mini us just moving studio to studio and growing in such a short time so you're crushing it amanda and we hopefully we'll get to see you again soon i know what the heck there's lots of changes with all of that but that's okay it will (laughs) we will reunite again we will reunite (laughs) yes all right so the next one i am going to be playing a voice note so um yeah so i will play that and then emily and i will answer it okay Hi, Emily and Mel. This is Cass from The Skin Narrative in Minnesota. I just wanted to start off by saying thank you guys so much for your openness and honesty about the highs and lows of being business owners. It's really what motivated me to open my own studio. And I have a question. I'm now a month in to 
being open, which is super exciting. Um, and I know it's important to invest in marketing and kind of just figuring out where I should be investing and what's a waste of money. Um, I had a call with a Yelp guy and it went so bad, so terrible. I hated every second. Uh, so I'd love to know from you guys just kind of where you've invested in in the past and what's been rewarding and what was a waste of money for you guys, especially when you're tight on a budget when you're first opened. Okay. Thanks guys. Look forward to hearing from you. Okay. Lots to say about this one. Mm -hmm. All right. Great question. Very good question. And I think we've all definitely been there and it's just like, oh, nothing's worse than like feeling helpful and then having like some stupid conversation with somebody. Wasting your time. And you're like, that was ridiculous. Yeah. And then it's like, well, where do you go from there? Well, I think we have a little bit of experience uh, experience with that and i would say less is and more. i used to sell marketing so i yeah. mean like i will be like brutally yeah. honest with you as a small business owner less is more nowadays with the internet you don't freaking need a lot of that shit no like, no okay so let's what google you need google well you yeah so you're gonna set up a google listing totally free you yeah. just have to set it up and then you will get a postcard in the mail to the address with like a code and then you put that code in and it activates your Google listing, which is so key because SEO doesn't like add up. So people type in facials in Minnetonka facials. Once you start building those reviews, you're going to do really well. And I'm going to say this, Google is the number one search engine. They're actually being sued for it right now. Like, because they're considered a monopoly, like other, oh. other search engines are like, pissed about it but like people will go on safari and type in google because they want to use google not safari <laughs> so not well, i'm not like you know whatever they might be a monopoly but their search engine is the best so i would gonna hate wow. i would rather have my google reviews than yelp reviews who reads yelp i don't i never read maybe yelp. sometimes for restaurants but i do not for services no and the thing is too i will say this like even sometimes reviews can be deceiving deceiving because like you think of everybody who leaves a negative review some people are legit about it you know but then there's a lot of people who are crazy. just like hater crazy haters and the two bad reviews that we've gotten but out of like 120 right but i'm just saying like there are some people who will read those and be like oh wow like you know i think a normal person would be like these people were crazy but for I'd sure agree. but there's a lot of not normal people out there so you can do a Google Same. listing for free. You yes. do not need Yelp to help market or push your business. Two, I don't know what booking system you use, but for example, Schedulicity actually offers like, they'll do a little bit of a discount on some of your services to kind of entice them. It's not bad to do in the beginning when you're brand, brand new and you really are looking to get some new clients. I would not recommend this after being open for a year unless like you direly needed somebody. Uh -huh. But... It is kind of a nice feature. Um, Instagram, I think, is the best place to showcase your work to the ideal clients. How do you feel about Instagram ads? Um, I feel like unless you're a Jenna Kuchar or we've used them, I don't know if I've really seen huge results from them. I would say them. I have not. I think you're better off creating an Instagram that beautifully showcases your before and afters the services you offer with videos like showcasing what a facial experience would look like 
um because i've been seeing your cute story pics of yeah. your layouts for brows and stuff like that that kind of stuff makes me want to come see you because exactly. it looks really aesthetically pleasing yes it's all about the brand your brand your brand your brand it will speak for itself and that's what draws people in not paying a ton of money to do dumb instagram ads or other things that just like don't even get your ideal client in and because I know budgets are tight when you first open, two options. You could work with a photographer and do a trade and offer her facials and have her do some cute new um, headshots of you or studio shots that are professionally done. I think do a trade if you're not willing to, like if you don't have the funds, maybe it's a newer photographer and you're newer also, but you'll want some professional pictures that you can use for the website or Instagram um, worth spending money on but you could also trade that. So that's Definitely. up to you either way. Um, referrals is another big thing. So any clients that you do have really push to them that you really want some new clients and that you'd appreciate any referrals. So again, ask them to take or share you after their visit. Bingo. And yes. that's gonna increase your engagement on the stories for other people to follow you. Yes. And then the last thing too is models. Model, model, models. So if you have people that you maybe socialize with on the Instagram that are influencers, let's say of the Minneapolis market, ask them if they want to come in and trade for creating a reel and taking you in it. And that's going to also increase your engagement. Yes, you gave your time, but that to me is way more beneficial because it's targeting your type of clients. Correct. Those would be my top ones. I got pretty heated about it. No, I think it, it sets everything. Yeah. It's just thinking outside the box. But really in the beginning you're donating your time to get the things that you need yes and that's fine yes it's because just here's the deal too why would you be spending so much money on advertise <clears throat> excuse me advertising if you don't have your brand honed in on exactly like okay so you're spending all this money for people to come to a website or an instagram platform or whatever you use and it's not even like creative or showing your work or you know it's like no. no, invest time into yourself rather than money into advertising. In relationships. So finding people, maybe other women that are like the age group or vibe that you like and networking with them or maybe grabbing coffee, like uh -huh. like different industries kind of networking together. And those people are going to mention you like if somebody's looking for facials. Right. So those would be my suggestions. But you definitely don't need to be spending money on marketing right now. No. So, okay. Yeah. Um, I have one last question, which I'll answer. I don't remember who sent it anymore. It just asked us like how much time we put in between services, like the cleanup time. Oh, so Emily and I, a regular facial, mm -hmm. we give ourselves 15 minutes to swap the room over, yep. which can be rushed. It is rushed. And I always go over in time. I realistically for me, I'm like 20 minutes would be ideal. Yeah, but I would I still go over. So right now I'm like five minutes. <laughs> it's not ideal. But you do five minutes. No, I'm just saying I usually end up going over time or well, is it because your clients are running late or it's because like there's like t time talking afterwards. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? So then I'm like, oh, I got like six minutes to change everything. Okay, that's what you're meaning. Sorry, yeah. I was like confused. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with it. By the time we start, it's like four minutes. You sometimes after the yeah. hour, then I do really try to honor the time frame that they're paid for because yeah. as a person that gets services, I hate when people shorten my service. Oh yeah, no, I'm saying I always go over on time on accident. But then like they're getting dressed and then yes. they talk and then they might be yes. like, oh, I want to pre-book out. 
So yes. to be honest with you guys, I think 20 minutes would probably be the best situation for any facials. Yeah. Yes. So if you don't want to feel less rushed, if the client's running five minutes late, you'll feel less stressed. Yeah. But we do 15. Yeah. And that's not enough. And then for brows, lashes, we only do 10, which is enough. Yeah, it is. Those clients are in and out. They're not yes. really buying product. No. I always have time left over with them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I got. I love listener questions. Oh my gosh. They're so fun. Keep sending them. We will answer anything personal or business for you guys. Yeah. We so, love it. We love it. We but love it. that's all we got. Emily. Okay. Cheers. Yes. Have a great week, everyone. See you next time. <laughs> hey, it's Mel here. Did you like today's episode? I hope you did. And if you did, if you could take the time to leave us a review via our podcast, that would be amazing. There is a section below um, after you've listened to the show that you can rank our show and you can also write us a message of what you thought of the show. That would be great because the more reviews we get, it allows other people to find us more easily on this platform. And we want to keep creating content for you. And in order to do so, we need the love and support. So if you can take the time today to leave us a review, we would appreciate it. And we hope to hear from you.